0: I never really, I I never really. Well, I mean, I kind of, I sort of, I did, but I did. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand. I was saying, I never, I never really wanted to be famous. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to be extremely rich. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like if the more money you had, the less problems you have. But of course, that's coming from the other side. People who have money still realize that they have just as many troubles and heartaches as people without money do. but me being a person that didn't grow up with money i seen that as a, a, a goal you know what i'm saying something that that i wanted to reach towards and that was to be rich 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 welcome to ijs a podcast hosted by dipper yeah it is and i am back man uh Welcome to the IJS podcast, man. Today is a today is a good day, man. I, I'm, I'm I don't I don't. Today is one of those days where we go back to where we started from. <laughs> today is a day where we go back where we started from, man. I want to welcome y'all to the show, man. One of these, this guy is probably. I don't know if I can use the word prolific. Can I use the word prolific? Do you like that word? Okay, we use the word prolific. This guy is one of the, he's prolific. He's one part of the, probably one of the most influential writers that I've seen in my time. And I'm 40 years old. I've been knowing his cat since high school. We worked together. Then we ended up working together on a radio show. He came in to be a guest of the show. <laughs> then he took over and became a host of the show. He's had his own got website fired from the
1: show. After no, this you time. didn't get fired. <laughs> ah, what's up, man? What's going on? I appreciate the intro, bro.
0: Man, I want to welcome to the show, man. This is my boy, Kemp, man. Kemp yeah. said what? What's and I don't on, know if y'all have been under a rock, but we called him Mr. Twitter around our way. <laughs> Mr. Twitter. Mr. Twitter. What's up, bro? What's
1: going on, man? I'm glad you had me on. Appreciate
0: you, man. Man, where you been, bro? Because, you know, here's the thing. When you do you, I know you remember. It was gonna be a dumb question to say, "Do you remember?" Kemp said what? Mm. Kemp said what? That why did you even? How did that web, that website even start?
1: You know what's funny about that thing, man. Um, so it's been what I did that I started that show or oh, I started that website back in two thousand. I want to say six two
0: 2006.
1: 2006, 2008-ish area. Okay, well, by two thousand eight two thousand nine because I did it. Truthfully, it kind of came out of a, a weird place. That was uh, a year after my divorce. Okay. So I basically found myself in a position where I had a whole lot to say, but nobody to talk to. Mm. I went through a a period after my divorce where I spent a lot of my time trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, first, once I got on my feet with my child and, you know, my visitation and all that stuff, I'm like, okay, what do I do now? I went through this weird place where I didn't have anything to say to anybody. I mean, I had a lot of stuff to say, but nobody to listen to. Right. So I just started writing it down. Yeah. So... Once, kind of Facebook kind of picked up around that time, and Facebook and Twitter and some other things picked up. Like I started to notice people started to listen to me. Yeah. So when I started writing this blog, it kind of became therapeutic for me and allowed me to get a lot of stuff out. And a lot of people were able to see themselves in it. So
0: it became
1: one of those things where people just wanted me to do it over and over again. So
0: that's how it started. What do you think it was about? Kemp said what that that got you. The exposure that you got because here's the thing, I'm not a Twitter dude. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that I do know is you are Mr. Twitter, bro. My nigga, you you'll be on Twitter, bro, talking to everybody and saying some of every fucking thing. Hey,
1: you know what it was? I think it what it was. I it kind of came from Twitter, but it all started. Well, a lot of this kind of came from my fa- fa- Facebook people, my Facebook family, because a lot of people um, would read my, that would read the blogs. Were usually I would post them on Facebook. Okay. And that's where they would get notified that it was coming out, and they would read, and they would have their comments, and they would stuff. Because I was I was probably more on Facebook at the time, but then Twitter started to pick up when I started to get on Twitter, and I noticed that I was able to start make certain celebrities laugh.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I started yeah. out
1: with Ricky, Ricky Smiley's real good um, about interacting with fans on Twitter. Yeah. So I knew once I was able to make him laugh, I'm like, okay, yeah.
0: I have no problem just shooting my you know shooting my shot at everybody. So was was Kim said what was supposed to be more therapeutic than comedy, right? It was the thing, and that was
1: funny about it cuz when I did it I I didn't want it to seem like I was just some dude online bitching about his past relationship <laughs> and, you know okay. I didn't want it to make it seem like I was just on there tearing down women. So in order to do that, you got to put it in humor. Yeah. That's yeah. what okay. made that's okay. what Kim said was so relatable is that I would talk about situations and relationships and things that I was going through, but I would say it in such a way th- with humor that people would be able to not only say it in themselves, but they wouldn't feel so bad about saying it in themselves because they was laughing.
0: So, was were, were, were you ever into poetry? I mean, I, I I didn't know that, Kim. So, I'm just asking, like, were, were hey, you ever into okay. poetry? I was into
1: poetry, man, but I started out... Like, my very first girlfriend was the one who got me writing poems. And that was because... Um, You know, my dad was a pastor, you know what I mean? So I didn't know how to approach a woman, how to woo a woman, you know, (laughs) nothing like that. Shit, it didn't take long, nigga. (laughs) But I knew I could write. I always knew I could write. So what I did was I started out writing poems for her. And then that's when I knew I liked writing.
0: So if that's the case, then why not rap why why you didn't go into rap or 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 you know anything having to do with music man? you know
1: what's funny i did i can't lie i am the freestyle king oh, of shit. Uh,
0: <laughs> some apartments
1: over in pleasant grove you know we used to get out and do that that's funny you say that we used to get out and freestyle in the parking lot and i could go you know what i'm saying i could do my thing or whatever but i knew i'm i'm one of those persons who's very self-aware okay i'm a very large black man Okay. I would look a really weird as a rapper because I'm built like a basketball player. But 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 okay two chains towel. Two chains towel. Tall? I tall you. I'm six five.
0: Okay. okay. So
1: I'm six five, but I'm not six five and slim. I'm six five and you
0: know a big nigga. Yeah, yeah. So I mean <laughs> security guard, That's what
1: and that's the thing. every time I go <laughs> in places, people like if something pop off, they go run to me like I'm yeah. security. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just in here like y'all. Yeah, patron, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> customers. So you know it, it's not it's not that but the thing is man i um i knew i wanted to write though because the thing is one of the weirdest things about me being a comedian and a writer is that even though i've been on stage and performed a bunch of times mm-hmm. i hate performing yeah i hate being on stage yeah because yeah. the thing is for years, I was you know, much heavier, and then yeah, I started losing weight and things like that. I was so un- super uncomfortable about my appearance. Really? Every time I got on stage, man, it was different. Like If you ever go back, and if you look at some videos from when I performed at done Stand Up, I always had on a bunch of clothes. I'm always wearing a lot of clothes, a jacket. Wow. Because I was super uncomfortable about my body, my appearance.
0: Interesting. So it gave
1: me a huge stage fright. I hated being on stage. Really? So I felt like the only way that I could keep those muscles, keep working those muscles, was to write.
0: You know, it's crazy you say it that bad because I guess so many people think that since I'm in entertainment that, you know, I'm, 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 what is, is the word boisterous? Is it the that's, right word? People correct. think that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we'll get him to host it and yeah. he can be on stage. And I'm not really, I'm really not that dude. Not that I don't want to, or I won't do it, that's, but I'm really not that see, dude. I'm one of the
1: people that can back that up. I know, dude. <laughs> See, the thing is, he loves putting productions together.
0: I do. I would rather... He likes
1: to conceptualize. Yes. He likes to be the guy that comes up with the pitch. He likes to be the one who puts it together. Yes. He doesn't want to be up there on the mic. I How's do not. I he do wants not. to be in the back collecting checks. I, I... promise you. <laughs> he is not trying to be the one in the tuxedo asking questions on the red carpet. He's not trying to do that. I'd rather not, bro. I would rather. He'll do it
0: though for a check. You absolutely don't, don't understand. Right. I am. A check. I'm not missing the dodge of no checks, Jack, at all. But you're right, man. I would rather be in the background. I'm not. I'm not really that interested in being in the forefront. Don't me get too. me wrong. The bad thing about that is, is I do want people to know who I am. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? That's
1: exactly. But how
0: I, I don't want people to know who I am from that standpoint. Like I don't want to be. The it dude. I don't want to be the glitz and the glamour, the light in the middle of the spotlight. That's not me. That's not what I've I want. Always to do.
1: said I would much rather be rich and not be famous. Exactly. I would much rather exactly. be rich and not famous because the thing is, the way I live my life, you're not going to be able to cage me in with with, with fame. You know, what I'm not going to be that dude that you can take pictures of coming outside of the Seven Eleven. Yeah. You know, oh Celel TMZ. They can't. They don't want to run up on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to live my life the way I live my life. I don't want to be
0: famous. I don't when like you go it. back and listen to this podcast, yeah. and you listen to the intro of this show, yeah. and it, it reiterates exactly what you said. In in, in in my intro of this podcast, I said, I don't want to be rich. I mean, I don't want to be famous. I'd rather be rich. Oh yeah. That's it. I just want the money. I don't want you to know who I am. I don't want no people to know that, oh, he got some money that I can borrow a bit. I don't want none of that shit. I just want to chill, be rich, and be able to pay all my bills on time. <laughs> That's it Travel if I want to That's it You understand what I'm saying That's really all I I want to do I think people
1: have gotten too Too Caught up In And what they're seeing On social media
0: Of course Of course The problem
1: is Everybody sees The thing is I I think I posted this Like a couple months ago Nobody posts their bad days Mm. On social media Nobody posts When they're struggling you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many times you see somebody post a picture of their phone bill or their yeah. cell phone bill or light bill? <laughs> Nobody don't post them pictures. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we'll post a picture that when we don't win and spend $35 on a bottle of Hennessy. Yeah, yeah. And we about to go out and do something
0: stupid on a Friday night. Yeah, that, but that's what social media is about. That's though. what it's about. You know what I'm saying? We want to we wanna show you that we, we bottling too, bitch. The thing is, people don't realize, people aren't living that life 24-7. Right.
1: That's, right. that's maybe an hour out of their week. You don't see that. Nine to five, they doing Monday through Friday. You absolutely, you know what right. I mean. So You're don't understand, right. don't feel inadequate because you see celebrities out here living it up. You know what I'm saying? They're in a different, they're in a different place than you. But so a lot you, of people are pretending to be celebrities just for that sake.
0: So do you think that social media causes people to go into depression? I do. Do you think that that, that some people are find themselves in a state of depression because of the battles of social media. I part, I part. I do partly believe that because I feel like people.
1: you're if you have insecurities, social media exacerbates them. I've been waiting to use that word. I today. see, nigga. Like it's what like, the God, fuck? Man, that I mean, word come from? No, it, it really does. It amplifies it, and then you start to feel insecure. Mm, you start you. to feel like you're not keeping up with the Joneses. You know. You're not out here getting it like all these other people out here are potentially or pretending to be getting it. Right. right. So you feel inadequate. And then you go into this type of, all right, well, I'm seeing all these relationship goals. I ain't got that. Uh I'm seeing all these people buying houses. I ain't got no house. Right. They
0: buying nice cars. I ain't got no nice car. So what the hell am I doing with my life? You know, it's crazy because it's kind of one of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on today, man. Is you know, people say that we don't, we don't, we don't talk enough about depression. And um like depression is probably one of the most. Um, what Especially is it in the
1: black community? You think it's
0: heavy? You think Especially depression is heavy in the, in the black, black community?
1: community, man? Because we will, we will pray. We'll try to pray it away before we talk to a licensed professional about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Therapy still carries a stigma in the black
0: community that it shouldn't yeah it shouldn't you know what Kemp I'm gonna be honest with you bro I was there yeah I was that person you, um you know this past year has been I've 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 been real depressed I feel you, I've been bro. trying to fight depression I tried to do it myself but I went and spoke with somebody okay I want to spoke with somebody twice. People should. But the thing about it is, Kim. To me, I felt like it wasn't. It wasn't working for me because I felt like, first of all, we're. we're I'm telling you the same exact thing every time I see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you're. It's still, even though I'm talking, and I'm getting it out. I still can't fight that bad place that I'm in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, for me, you know, and I and I know you can you can you can vouch for this. For me was when I lost my mother. Yes. When I lost my mother, bro, that took a lot out of me. It took a huge chunk out of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um it does. It does, man. I was I was I was in a place, bro, to where I I never I never was at that point to where I wanted to commit suicide. But I was at a place where I just wanted to give up on everything. He was right on the other side. I was right. I was right, right on there. On the other side I him. was right I there, bro. Oh, I and know. I had so many people calling me like, hey, Duke, when you going to do this? Duke, when you going to do that? No. I didn't want to get out of bed. No. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to go to the store. I didn't want to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was really fucked up, to be yeah. <laughs> quite honest with you, bro. I do. Um, and I'm just I just like, how did you deal with that? Because I know you had to go through the I exact did. same thing. Yeah, I did.
1: and, 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 uh uh, rest in peace to your mom. Um,
0: Likewise, brother. Rest yeah, <laughs> in peace to your mom you too.
1: Um, you know what's funny? People don't. A lot of people that don't know me and Duke's relationship, we have we've been intertwined for a long time, man. Long. Like time. he's actually got he actually got a chance to meet my mom, and this was the time it was really the most dire time when I was having my first. I had my first
0: heart attack. Yeah. And you were yeah. actually
1: at the hospital for me. Yeah. And you got a chance to meet my mom.
0: Yeah. And um, and now she talked about it with her baby. You know. <laughs> so
1: the thing is, is it's funny that you know. It's funny that we kind of share this because, you know, you got a chance to meet your mom, meet my mom, and, you know, I, I, I you know, seen pictures of your mom and stuff right, like that. I, right. I may have met her a few times. Who knows? I don't know. We've been around so for, for 20 years, though. Right, right. So, but the thing is, when that happens to, when it happens to you, man, you go to a place that, you know, the thing that you miss the most about your mom when they're gone is validation. Hmm them letting you know that you're doing good mm. that's the thing i miss the most so when that stops man it just it puts you in a place where you don't know how to live your life because you're used to living your life right being told that this is good you're doing it right. right and that's your mom right and when that's gone you like damn um uh, yeah. Who? Yeah. Who do I ask? I yeah. can ask my siblings, I can ask friends, I can ask aunts. And and that's one thing that's really um been helpful for me in in this time, in the time for me was my aunts, man. Really. Like my mom's sisters, they really stepped in. You know. That's <sighs> the, that's the relationship that I don't think I could have got through this without. Them.
0: And you know what, Kim? I think that was probably the hardest for me because my aunts and my mother was into it when my mother died. Yeah. And I think I don't. I don't want to say that my aunt had anything to do with her death, but I will say, the stress from all the stuff that they was going through, I think, yeah. contributed to her death. Yeah. Um, so you know, for me, I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I cut everybody off, bro. Yeah. Like literally, I didn't talk to nobody.
1: You know, it, it, it becomes a lot. Let because me see a when it happens to you. That lighter. When it happens to you, everybody. It, what, what's I'd be honestly one of the things that pissed me off about when it happened was a lot of people came out of the woodwork yeah. that yeah. wanted to express their sorrow and their, and their you know offer their condolences. Yeah, you ain't you ain't checked on my mom in ten years. Yeah, what the hell you doing here? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't here when we was taking her back into the hospital back and forth every two weeks. Death to do that. You know what I mean? Death
0: to do that. So I'm like,
1: you came out of the woodwork for your recognition, and now. You want that pat on the head so you can feel better about, you know, not fixing your relationship while she was here. So, you know, that was the thing that kind of messed with me. But after a while, I kind of, you know, I kind of came down and allowed myself to say, you know what? They feel bad already. Yeah. There's something to be, there's something to be said about not fixing the relationship when somebody and they're gone and you can't.
0: Yeah, I, one thing I did realize is that, you know, um, the selfish part of me didn't really understand that people have to deal with it the way that they, they best know how. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was condemning everybody for the actions after my mother died. Yeah. But I realized that, you know, some people have to deal with it the best way that they know how. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, bro. This is probably one of the first couple of times that I've been able to talk about my mother without just completely breaking down. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what it is about death and families, but when there's a death in the family, there's usually always a part of the family that gets into it. Everybody wants this, everybody wants that. You know, everybody wants to say they peace. It's it's just it's just crazy, man. But I do know that um, I think as a community, we do have to find some way to help. People with depression, because you know it's bigger than just saying, "Hey, let me call Kemp and see how you doing today." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, that, don't get me wrong; that helps. Yeah, it does. That, that helps. That helps tremendously. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's got to be more than that. Man. I think
1: I think we try to we are we're getting better as a people of talking about some of this. And you know, I'm glad that you you know you wanted to talk about it tonight. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you uh, bringing it up because. I feel like depression is one of those things where I think everyone feels like there's one or two possible ways that you can get over depression. One of them is talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. The other one is working through it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Some people crash. Some people get into things that, you know, they drink heavy. They do whatever Mm -hmm. it is to work it through the system. So
0: I don't think, and and, uh, you're right, bro. I don't think there's one way. No, but I I feel like the
1: best thing that you can do, if you can, is just try to make it a positive one. My thing was to work it out. I started working out not Mm. only for my health, but so I wouldn't think about my mom so much. And I wouldn't think about it, man. Like, whenever those feelings would come or I'd want to, you know, kind of break down over it or something, I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Let me go to the gym. So I started doing that. That's pretty good. And once I started, you know, I look up, I've been doing this for almost four years now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going consistently. People quit. The, don't, don't go to the gym for you. You ain't lying. Years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you
0: get sick one week and that's it, Jack. You know, so I
1: mean, the thing is, but the thing is, I'm doing this because it allows me to get centered. Mm-hmm. It allows, it's a time where I can reflect with my thoughts. Um, I'm away. I'm still around people. Right. But I'm still in my own head. I got my headphones on. I'm, you know, working my body out and it, it's it's allowing me to to work through it i didn't go to a therapist after my mom passed Mm. you know what i mean i dealt with it on my own man i just me at the gym you know pushing you know just i'd catch myself crying a few times
0: bro i'm not gonna lie to you When, when i found out that your mother died yeah the first thing that came to my mind and this is the honest to god truth the first thing that came to my mind was the way that she was holding her purse as it was falling off her knee. And she was smiling, talking about that's still my baby. Cause we were sitting in the in the lobby talking, and she was talking about her baby. And I'm like, this nigga is taller than everybody in here. <laughs> this is bigger than everybody in this fucking hospital. Man. And you still talking about your baby. Yeah. But the whole time, bro, she was smiling. And I when when I when <clears throat> when when you put it out there that you lost your mother, I promise you, bro. I didn't know what to say to you. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, damn. I didn't know what to do, bro. And then, you know, it turned around. I remember you left me a voicemail when my mother died and you was like, Hey bro, just call me if you need to. Yeah. And I didn't want to be in your face. Right.
1: I I know. I said, he probably getting 30 calls a day right now. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? He goes, he go hear this later. Yeah. So like, he go get a chance to, you know. And be I wanted alone to call you, bro, but I just the, the
0: tears falling from my eyes. Like if I call this nigga now, yeah, I ain't gonna do nothing but cry. So I'm like, I'm not gonna call him right now because <laughs> we ain't gonna be able to talk no damn way. Man. And you know what's crazy, bro? My I have a cousin. She, she just lost her mother two mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to, you know, be there for her to let her know that hey, because yeah. cause here's the thing, bro. We all realize the pain that everybody else is going through. Yeah, but when you physically have to go through that pain yourself, that's not a pain that I want anybody that I know to have to go through. Yeah, man, it it, it puts you in a place where
1: you don't realize how much of an adult you are, or at least have to be until your parents are gone. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. You think that you you know you think you're a good functioning adult, and you feel like you're doing you know right. You take care of your kids. But when your mom and your mom are gone or your dad's gone, you get to a point and you're like, damn, what's next? Right. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, we're at that age, bro. Yeah, we're well, at that yeah. age where we're going to start losing our right. parents. You're bro. absolutely right. So yep. I feel like the people out there, if any, you know, people that are listening, you know, don't avoid your parents. Spend as much time with them as you can. You don't realize it, but if you're in your 38, 40 range, you know your parents are you know typically gonna be dying off soon.
0: Soon, right?
1: So you know, man, I love agree. on them. You know, because it's hey, man. When I'm telling you that, you know, every year, you know, it hits me at Christmas, man. I bet. Oh man. my God! It's been. How, it, how does
0: your daughter deal with it though, bro? How would how she? You know, Kenzie, with?
1: She's been great. She does good with it, man. She um, she's been awesome, man. She's been real supportive. You know, I'm kind of thankful that. You know, Kenzie was old enough to know what happened mm-hmm. when it happened. How old was she when it happened? She was uh, let's see, it was uh, what, five years ago now? Was it five years? ago? It was ago? five years ago, the fourth uh, May seventh, two thousand fourteen. So that Damn. was what five years ago. <laughs> Kenzie was um eight. Damn, Kim. So you know, she but she took it like a champ, man. You know, she stayed in there and she was there for me. You know, she wasn't pushing me or anything like that she understood you know but my child is you know she's just a little bit exceptional
0: you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. so
1: but the thing is i was able to to explain it to her then she was able to understand so it worked out you know <coughs> but i think she's uh you know she's dealt with it you know very good you know right. we still go out to my mom's grave and put flowers right. out there and we have our time of reflection so it's uh um, it's good, man. It it it, it get, I, I wish I could tell you it gets easier.
0: Yeah. And I just had this conversation with my yeah. cousin. I was like, "Hey, look. People go lie to
1: you and tell you it's going to get easier. It's not, bro."
0: It's it's not going to get it, it, I I think it gets easier for you to cope with it. Mm-hmm. But it it never gets, the that pain will never ever go away. It won't. It will never go I away, bro.
1: you, It will be three years from now. And you will be watching something on TV, and then there'll be a special moment, and they'll say, mother, and you'll bust out crying.
0: Nigga, I was in the... I was in the. Uh, so, my mother died. She had this robe that she used to wear. It was a brown <laughs> robe, right? Right. But it was a man's robe. Yeah. So, yeah. now I have the robe, okay? And I've been brought it, put my name on, all kinds yeah. of shit, right? I was... I literally... I had the robe on... It was one day this week, and I walked past the mirror. And it hit you. And when I walked past the mirror, bro, I literally seen my mother in the mirror. It was like all my features yeah. was just like her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, God damn. nigga! You talking about some it, spooky? It hit you, man. Oh, man, that was some it, spooky it does. shit. You know, it, you know what's funny, though? I feel like those
1: moments are uh, your mom letting you know she's around.
0: You know what, Kemp? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. When it first happened to me, the very first thing that happened to me is when my wife was laying in the bed. And she had a back turned to me. She was laying like on the side. And I turned over towards my wife, and I seen my mother's face in the back of her head. Really? Freaked me out. I, I couldn't go to bed for I, I was up that entire night, and I think that next night I was, I was afraid to go to bed. And I was talking to D. Ellis. Yeah. And D. Ellis was like, uh, it wasn't D. Ellis that said this, but I, I was talking to him about it. It was, this, it was a white guy at the um, storage that my mother had. And I, you know, I was telling him about it because I still pay her storage. Right. And he said that uh, <clears throat> you ever had something tap you on the back of your neck? Yes. Or you ever had you felt like a a breeze Brush past your ear your or yes. something like that? And I was like, yeah. He said that's just your mother telling you, hey, son. I'm around, bro. It scared the shit out of me, though. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> it scared me, bro. I'm gonna tell you
1: what happens to me is it's across my forehead. Mm-hmm. I feel a breeze across my forehead. And sometimes I feel it on the back of my neck. And that's, that's, I know, bro, I'm telling you, that's them letting you know they're around. Because I promise you, it always happens when things are going good or when things are going bad. It only happens during those times. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. (laughs) So, I mean, I promise you I, I, feel, I honestly feel the exact same way as you do. I think that it didn't let them know you're right Been I'm around. in a place
0: now where I can giggle about it, yeah, but bro, I'm telling you it scared the shit out of me, yeah, man, I literally prayed. I was talking to Q, the comedian one day, yeah, and this was right you. after my mother died. He had called him when we was talking, and he was like, "Hey, man, um." I my he said this he was telling me about when his mother or his father passed mm-hmm. and he was like he would pray to God that he could see them in his dreams. Wow. And um he said he would pray to God to, to see to for them to come into his dream so he could see him again. Yeah. That very night mm. my mother came into my dream. Really? That very night the, I called that nigga the next day. I said, say bro, <laughs> I don't know what you shaking up in your cup over there, Jeff. <laughs> hey man, it, <laughs> it 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 does
1: it. It's it's funny. I, I for for a while I got really scared because one of the things that hit me, like maybe like a year after, and I didn't realize it when I was going through my cell phone and I saw her number. Yeah. Yeah, And when I and when that hit me, when that one hit me, I didn't know what to do, bro. I just really went bad because some weird thing happened after my mom passed for a long time. I couldn't hear her voice. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear her voice. Mm-hmm. But like in the last couple of years or something, I have been able to, when I've had dreams, I've heard her voice. And that's been something that's been really comforting for me because not only do I feel that she's around in spirit, you know, but to be able to finally have that connection for a long time, man, I don't know if I, because I blocked it out right. or because my mom was sick for so long. But when it happened, you know, I was able to finally go back to a good time and a good place where I could hear her voice. And, you know, we were interacting and I had memories and it was awesome. Wow. And it was it was tough wow. at first. But <clears throat> once wow. we got there or once I started, you know, it was really comforting. And he put me in a place now where, you know, it comes up in thought. Mm-hmm. and people may see me, and I just want y'all to know if y'all see me out in public, I'm not crazy. You may see me having conversations <laughs> with myself. I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to my mom's spirit because she's around me. I'm just letting you know. If you see me out in public, and you I'm know, talking to myself, I'm not talking to myself. I'm not crazy. I'm <clears> talking <throat> to my mom. She's probably helping me make a purchase.
0: And you know what, yeah. bro? The thing about it is, is I don't think that makes you crazy. I think no. that this, 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 this is why I think we need to have this. We needed to have this conversation mm-hmm. because these are the therapeutic moments that I think people need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's hard for me to be there for you and talk to you about some things that I've never been through. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the fact that we 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 both been through that, I think it makes it easier for for me to listen to some of the things you say as well as you listen to some of the things I say, right. and it'd be like, okay, now I'm understanding a little bit more. Okay, now I feel a little bit better about it. Because I'm telling you, you talking about, you talking to your mother in public, <clears throat> I've done it in the car. I've yeah. been in the car talking to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you don't think about it until somebody roll up on you and they look at you like, damn, I <laughs> just look crazy as shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I done had a full man, on conversation, you know, nigga.
1: You can't, you can't care what people
0: think. I know You know, I don't do you know that, but yeah. You can't, but, can't care
1: what people think. You know, I feel like if somebody see me talking to myself, that may be the reason not to roll up on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Nah, <laughs>
0: good point. He, very, like, good he point. Deeper very than that, point. So yeah. I'm
1: gonna just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, you know? very, very good point. Very good point. Yeah, bro, I'm glad we were able to talk about it, man. I, you know, I miss being on the mic with you. You know, we did our thing.
0: Yeah, we we we,
1: we had a good run,
0: man. Yeah, we, we had, had a real good, good run, run bro. And you know, we real good we run was up
1: there. What two years?
0: That was the, we, th- th- that was the year. Okay, so of course, you know, LJ, he's now Thomas J. He says this <laughs> that was the year Thursday. that we won <laughs> the award. The year after, because we won the the first award, he was there. And then that next year, you were in place, and we won that award again. And he was like, well, that second award came (laughs) off of the show when I was already there. He just happened to fill in and come and get the
1: award. (laughs) Wow, okay. Well, but not, needless to
0: say, you know, know
1: what funny. It. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about this, man. You know the thing about LJ, bro? Yeah. I have never had an issue with LJ,
0: man. Okay. You know
1: what I'm saying? I respect the brother. Okay. You know, people have always, I've actually had people ask me, and I've never really talked about this, but people have asked me, man, why did they go back to him? Because you know they going to hear this, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, people yeah. ask me all the time. And the thing is, I'm like, you got to understand, those brothers work with me in day house. You know what I'm saying? I didn't plan to come in there mm-hmm. and take over. Right. I didn't plan to come in and be asked back, right, you right. know what I'm saying, it right. with my boy, right He had a show going. he invited me on. I came out. We had a great time. You know what I'm saying. If anybody felt slighted, I don't think anybody should have ever felt slighted because the thing is, we all came out of it doing our own thing,
0: yeah, but you know how it is man when yeah. you, when you when you when you're doing something and you feel like, oh, there's another person coming in. The, the the thought process is automatically either that person is trying to take my place, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that person is going to come in and overshine me, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> or overstep me, and be, ne- <clears throat> I, I'm not going to say next to Duper, yeah. but next to a winning position, because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you something, when we started the show, the show was really started because I was managing LJ. Right. That's what the show was about. Right. Um but like I, when we started the show, it was my dream to do radio. Right. But I felt like I was going to be able to do radio to help push him. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really his dream to do radio. Yeah. He was going to do stand up comedy. I felt like I'm going to give me a radio show and I can promote my artist through this radio show. I told you
1: that fool be trying to he be trying to be hot. Scenes I'm putting he <laughs> producing. I'm telling you he not trying to be on there. <laughs> Even when (laughs) when we was doing the show. People don't understand. Me and Dooper had some good-ass times on the radio. Mm -hmm. But half of the
0: time, he would just let me go. He would just let me go. Kemp, now, the fact that you just said that. (laughs) I'll admit it. I pulled up the show last week. I was trying to find it. The show where the condom lady, Lisa, and Montana was on the show. (laughs) We had an argument on that show. We did? Bro, that... When I well, listened, Montana was there, so we was probably going to have an argument. We, clearly, clearly. That's, if Montana Least around, yeah, you're going to fucking did. argue. Uh-huh. Shouts out to Montana, though. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. Man, <laughs> but, bro, that show was an argument. But when I was listening to it, yeah, I was like, this shit is so entertaining. Yeah, oh, this yeah, shit is fucking man. entertaining, bro. This shit is fucking entertaining. And you know then, what? The thing about it is, here's another thing. My bad. People don't really realize that. I think a lot of the way things worked out was heaven sent, fam. Because at the time, LJ was going through a, 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 a divorce, right? Okay, and you came in to fill in, and yeah. just so happened, right? I think right at that time, we was like, "Hey, let's just bring Kemp on the show." Yeah, completely. You know what I'm saying? I think he needs to be a part of the show. Yeah. And LJ ended up leaving the show, right? And I like I told LJ, I said, look here, man, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. But if Kemp wasn't around when everybody started going through their own shit, we would have fell the fuck off. <laughs> because here's the thing. Like I said, yeah, I could have did it by myself. Yeah. But the dream wasn't about me doing it for my by myself. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I had to bring a couple of people in. We can get this conversation going. We can get the hype going. We can be, you know what I'm saying? We have some real conversations. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't realize that, bro, that. When you came into the show, bro, it was really kind of heaven sent. Yeah, because (laughs) you really, you really did save the show. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. But you I, was the saving grace for Street Speaker Radio. You know what's fam.
1: funny, man, I, I, and I appreciate y'all saying that. I do. I feel like you know what I mean. But I, I couldn't have done it by myself, man. You know what I mean? Because I'll be honest with you. One time you wasn't able to make it to the show, and I tried to do it by I myself, that. and I, I failed. That. I failed horribly. It's a, so, it's a lot of people don't know. It's a lot goes into it. It does. It does. But we had a great time, man. The thing about it is. When I started writing the blog and Dupa invited me on, you know, we were just talking about some posts and you know some mm-hmm. some comments I got, mm-hmm. and and it kind of turned into a situation. where, I mean, dude, like I say, dude was my boy. You know, we get around, we crack jokes. We, you know, it's how we talk. So it sounded good on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I was just at the beginning. I start out as a comedian. I wanted to see if I would be able to get an audience besides mm-hmm. just writing. So it worked out great for me too because you know. A lot of people still remember me from it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It, kick, it yeah. trips me out. Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, I still have an email. People still send me music.
0: Bro, you- uh, For the show. You, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't been on the show in know, seven right? years, man. Don't that make you laugh? I have motherfuckers still hit me up I'm like, like hey, hey, man, can I get hey. on the show next week? I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm like, bro, I, show? I, what show? Yeah,
0: no, what the fuck you're talking about.
1: I don't know, bro. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> it does mean it is awesome that people connected with us like that. And we were able to put some people out there and, you know what I'm saying, get them some shine, get them some recognition. You know, they came through, they did the show. We had some of our friends come come through, some old high school buddies came through, some ladies that we kick it with, hang out with. So it was a great time, man. It really was one of the times of my life I'll never forget. Yeah. It allows me to have radio yeah. in my byline on Instagram because yeah. I was on the radio.
0: Yeah, yeah. You so, know what I mean? Here's the thing. Now, I, we got to get to the bottom of this. It's a lot of spectacles and shit going on about <laughs> why seconds. Kemp left the show. No. First of all, Kemp didn't get fired. Nigga. You, <laughs> we didn't fire you. But what did happen, I want you to tell me because I don't know. Okay. What did happen? Because we was at the after party at that time. Yes. Right. And I think we had, I think what, either we, I don't know if we, I don't know if it was some financial problems or was some technical difficulties, but I, I wasn't think
1: working, bro.
0: we had took a week or two off. Yep. Okay. I didn't have and,
1: mine. We, we could, I, I mean.
0: But it, I think, but I think it was beyond that though. Yeah, I don't no, think. It, I don't that wasn't the reason.
1: The reason that I couldn't do the show anymore at that time was my mom went out real bad. Okay. At that time we were doing the show, bro. I was literally living around the corner from where we were doing the show because my mom I was living with my mom
0: mm. at
1: that point she was having trouble getting out of the bed
0: okay so okay. I
1: was literally like I wanted to do the show
0: you just had other shit going I on had other
1: things going on and I like, understand that and it went it got so bad like when she got to the point where she couldn't do anything for herself I had to go get a job so, I mean, we was doing the show. I wasn't working at that time. I had, you know, I, think I lost that. my job or something. So yeah. I, started, I had to go get a job. I remember that. And once I went and got that job, man, I was like, I wanted to come back and do right. the show, but they rocking. Right. You know what I'm saying? LJ doing his thing. Y'all doing the show. Respect.
0: Because what it what was I mean? it was a it was a big, like, uh, a lot of people thought that you didn't, didn't want to do the show no more mm-hmm. because of Amber.
1: Not at all. Okay. You know, I had no problem
0: with Amber at all. You
1: know, the thing is, we had another woman on the show. We had Emil on. When she was
0: doing That's true. shorts. That's true. So but thing, you brought meal in. I brought meal in. You brought a but,
1: but the thing is, Emil did a great job.
0: She did a... Man, I she tell everybody, took this job. day, that was one of the best fucking decisions ever made, yes, bro. Man. I didn't realize how great she was going to be, but she... Kifo, the thing I like about Emile, bro... Is unlike any other female, and this is no disrespect to any other women that's dealt with street speakers, but Emile came in there, and not only was she on her shit, yes. but she was prepared for her shit. I love that. She, Bro, she was prepared you, you every didn't week.
1: You think she was going to come in on some bullshit, and she nailed
0: it. N- nigga, I'm talking about even on the fucking phone. Yes. Nigga, she would be, I would be like... They She's did what? Girl Hold on, let me go look this shit I, up. I got to make sure we send her this. She got to hear this. She, dog, she got to hear. I tell her all the time. And she, yeah. she said something to me a couple times on on Insta, on Facebook and Instagram about how you know we we started her, blah blah blah, whatever. I, you know, she I was, was already popping credit
1: for that, but that yeah. was all her. Yeah, that's why I say that, that was her. She showed was up. Popular. She
0: showed out. She say, Emil came in, bro, and she did her fucking thing. Yeah, One thing that I respect about Emil is, um. I know she doesn't want most of her past to be mentioned. No. Okay. But you and I know what her past was. Right. And the fact that I can look at meal now. Oh my God. And know where she came from. Yeah. And for her to say, I don't want nobody to mention that or talk about that or discuss that anymore right. and look at to where she's at now is fucking phenomenal, bro. No because a lot of people can <laughs> bounce back, but they can't bounce back to a whole nother. Yeah. I'm Dr- genre or some shit I'm and be She
1: she's she's done a great she's done great you know she's done the news and she's mm-hmm. been traveling and, and you know she's still doing awesome things so shout out to her
0: she's still you in know. Killeen right I don't, I don't think she's still she, in Killeen she bounces around man. she does bounce around but I think she's still doing the paper or something in, in it, Check y'all check out what uh, what is her name uh, Just uh, Miss Millie Just Miss Millie yeah. Yeah. y'all go check her out man out. she hey she came in and did her shit bro yeah she did us shit. we had a great time
1: man i mean the thing about it is i don't know why people feel like you know i left the show on any type of, uh you know any type of anger or frustration or anything you understand me and Dupa have talked this entire time that's never that been, is true we've never it's gone true. maybe but well, maybe four or five months maybe or whatever yeah. without talking with to each other yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying that's true we, we talked through talk. this the entire time you know what i'm saying i've seen lj out at events i've dapped him up you know we talked we kicked or whatever so Amber, I see. I saw her. You know, I saw Amber ran into Amber uh, one time uh, on on my way to vacation. Mm. So, you know, everybody's cool. Man. Yeah, everybody's about, cool. I think I'm, I think everybody's doing their own thing, and it's great because the, you have to understand the reason that the show was so successful is because all the people you had on the show are capable of doing their own things, and you are seeing that now.
0: That's true. You know what that's, I'm that's a good point. That's part of the reason
1: that we had the struggles is because you had four people on the show, five people, you count, you know, Simone. But here,
0: know. here's the thing: what a lot of people don't really realize with me is I would prefer, like Drake said, no new friends. Yeah. I would prefer somebody around me who I personally have a history with. Yeah. How I know that I know how I can or cannot deal with that person, and everybody that was a part of Street Speaker. In some form or fashion, I've known yeah. before we went into that business. You know That's what I'm saying? It's funny, man, because
1: it, it, it does. It's, people think that we kind of just all came out of nowhere. We, yeah. we all kind of knew each other. Yeah,
0: we all knew each other. You man. know, it just it turned into what it was, man. It I, was, and I personally, bro, and I ain't trying to blow no gas up, no shit like that, bro, but I like being around creative people. Yeah. I like being around people who have their own niche, who have their own their own uh identity, you know what I'm saying, their own personality. I hate people around me who, who don't have their own identity. Oh my and God. each one of you, even like Amber, Amber would say that we, we molded her to be the perfect radio host that she was in the end. And that's true. Because you remember when she first came in, she was like, <laughs> even Kim was like, say, hey, man, you just gotta get this shit together. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing about it is, is she still, even though she was trying to pick up the radio that we was giving her, she still had her own identity. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? And and oh, I wasn't going nowhere. It ain't easy for a woman uh, to come into a room full of niggas. It wasn't. And and we ta- we like man, fuck what women talking about, <laughs> fuck that bitch run And she stood her motherfucking ground. But you know
1: what's true, bro? We probably needed that
0: though. We did need that because we did. At one bro. point,
1: at one point of the show, we was in there just going <laughs> wrong, man.
0: We was going hard <laughs> on women. You know what I'm saying? We had some great shows. I remember. I think one. most of our fights was at Montana. Oh yeah. If it was women fights, it was at Montana because she was always talking some shit.
1: Yeah, man. It. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and we got to a point, man, where we we probably needed to be regulated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, truthfully, I remember a couple shows we just got on there and started talking about anything.
0: Yeah. You it was a couple I mean? of shows. We started bringing liquor to the yes. studio,
1: drinks and shit. It was too much. i was like, yeah, won. we
0: doing too motherfucking but much, bro. But it was
1: a good time, man. Like I said, I wouldn't trade for the world because we got a chance to, you know, play some dope music. Yeah, here, you know what I'm saying. We had yeah. some artists that's still out there doing their things to this
0: day. Yeah, you, you brought know. some. You you brought some 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 pretty. Some pretty nice artists to the, uh, I remember, do oh, yeah. you remember that day Doughboy came to the studio with him and his mom, yes. and you tried to holler at his mom in front of Yeah. That nigga that was did. mad as shit, <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was upset. about it. Hey, like, Damn, You know bro. what I'm
1: saying? Look, <laughs> I'm starting to realize that maybe before I knew it, I had an appreciation for older the black women. Ain't nothing. Boy, I love. I'm women starting to appreciate it like more, because yo. you got to understand, you go to the gym, you see them at their worst. Yeah. You see the efforts that they putting in, it would be yeah. some
0: seasoned. But you know, the one thing I know about, about, a, about, a, about a, a older woman, yeah. she ain't gonna bullshit, bro. She gonna hey. be like, say, this is what I want. This ain't none of that how many times you gonna come over here, how many times Ooh. you gonna count. None of that bullshit. She's gonna be like, she hey, this is what I want. you Yeah, <laughs> You're, You coming? And the address. <laughs>
1: Here's a gate code. That's all you going to get. Ain't going to be nothing. Hey, can, um, <laughs> let me see what I'm going to do, and I'm going to text you back. Yeah, all that old bullshit. She's uh, going to let you know. She's going to nah. let you know. She you knows she she know like. exactly
0: what the fuck she wants to do.
1: So I'm starting to realize it, man. I'm, You know, I hit 40. You know what I'm saying? I just turned 40 a couple months ago, and I'm starting to realize, man, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like a lot of the decisions I need to be making right now need to be definitive.
0: What you mean by that? What
1: I mean by that is I feel like I have to choose whatever path I'm going to take. Because I feel like I've spent my 20s being wild. Okay. I spent my 30s still going to be wild, but a little bit more conservative. Yeah, you wild.
0: you wild, boy.
1: At 40, you kind of feel like you don't want to be that nigga out there still doing it. So, so You kind of want to be established to where it right. comes to you. You see what I'm talking about? You don't want to be out there chasing. I'm not going to chase at this age,
0: bro. Okay, I dig that. I'm not Because I almost you. sound a little conceited. i was Ooh, like, this nigga thingy. No, I, I totally get where you're coming yeah, from. Man. I get you, bro. I, I totally understand that shit. And I think women about, uh, there's a lot of women who are just about a lot of fun and games. That's yeah. that's fun. That's exciting is to play games. Yeah. So are you, are you dating yeah. now? I'm I hate not, to ask another man I'm shit like truthfully
1: that. I not. I mean, the thing is that, you know, there's somebody I have in mind. Okay. You know what I'm saying, but who do, knows?
0: Do, this, do she know? I don't know. What I the think, fuck, bro? I don't know. You're too old to be holding, and not knowing that you need to go. You know what's
1: funny? Me and my brother just had this conversation yesterday. He said that same thing to me. Shit. You know what? I feel like I'm going to have to do something about
0: it. Because she can't do nothing to say no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit. But, then, you, then I can stop liking you, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know the thing is, bro, I feel like it's, at this point in my life, I, like I said, I feel like I got to make some defended decisions, and that's yeah. one of them, okay, I feel like I'm at the age where I should find you know finally hone in on one,
0: yeah yeah, you know
1: what i'm saying i don't i don't have i don't had my fun I done made my mistakes, yeah, I done learned my lessons i don't grew up, you know, I don't started doing everything that I feel like I should be doing as a adult male at this point, so I feel like now I'm just gonna do the right things, and part of that is like. You know, finding the right lady, finding somebody that
0: so <laughs> so if in case they listening, bro, because you yeah. know I I was trying to put my boys up on something. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm married, so I can't do nothing but look and 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 and, and push you on to I the next know You don't
1: regret it though. I,
0: know you well, you don't, I don't regret, regret. It. Married? married, married, being married. Um, Cause no, I gotta uh, give you some shit after
1: you got married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, my boy, I finally fell out. Oh. <laughs>
0: No, here's he the thing. Up his I'm not I I I do not regret being married, but yeah. I will say this. Marriage is a whole lot more work than what yeah, I, I, I even understood. I did not people I heard you you hear people all the same time uh, people all the time say work is a uh, marriage is a lot of work. And I'm like, yes. what the fuck do you mean is a lot of work? Either you know what I'm saying, make the motherfucker happy or you don't. Yeah. Now I realize what they're talking about. It's a lot of work being married, fam. Um You know what's funny? I feel like forty percent of
1: marriage is
0: arguing about money. I think that's I think I think it's a higher percentage of that reason as to why marriages dissolve. Yeah. Is because of money. Because I I feel like the
1: thing is one of the mistakes a lot of people are making, and this is part of the reason why I've been single so long, is that I wanted to put myself in a better financial position. You know what I'm saying? I got a a teenager, Right. you know, college is around the corner, Mm -hmm. you know, cars or she wants her first car pretty soon. You know, I got to start saving for those things. So I've decided that, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more fiscally responsible, you know? So I think it's that I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I'm not just going to be stupid with money. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to put some money to, I don't want to work till I'm 65 bro
0: man it's crazy ain't it? they say the retirement is 65 but the the average death rate is 78 like what the fuck like,
1: I need I need to I gotta come up with some type of residual income I gotta I was come thinking up with something that, man, I've been like, saying
0: that shit all year Kim.
1: you know I cannot be out here pushing it at 50 yeah you know so Right. that's my goal my goal is to, is to figure out which way I'm gonna go and um, just kinda move more toward it mm-hmm. you know but it's been good, man. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm settled. You know, I feel like I, you know, I've done a pretty good job as a dad. Yeah. You know, you know. I that's think one of done that's a pretty good
0: job as a dad, bro. That's
1: one of those things that you worry about, bro. I had to get Especially to you. with us having daughters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of those yeah. things you worry about because one of the things that I know I do. Is you going to judge yourself as a father based on how your daughter turns out but he, and how but she
0: interacts I, with people? I did, Kemp, but now I'm to a point to where I, I completely understand that how she turns out mm-hmm. is more like the person she's around more than me, mm-hmm. which means she starts to act like her mother. <laughs> and, you know, at first it used to piss me off. I'm like, oh, you're doing shit. You're talking shit like your mama. You're acting like your mama. Right. I can't blame her no. because that's who she's around the most. You understand right. what I'm saying? But I can see it. So some of the things that, you, you know, me and my brother had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. It scares me to think of some of the things that her mother yeah. did as a teenager yeah. that, that makes me say, God damn, don't be like <laughs> your motherfucking mama. Hey, you because know, it's, it's, go, it's coming, bro. Just I just know go. it's fucking coming. <laughs> Nigga, my daughter's 13, bro. Yeah. And she told me one of her classmates is pregnant. Thirteen year old girl pregnant. All we can do. Oh my god!
1: All we can do is try to scare them enough to where they don't make the same stupid mistakes. Oh my god! That's god. all we can do.
0: Because truthfully, right. the
1: thing is, our kids are past the age where we can't physically whoop them. I, sh- I never I, even. I, I never really became a proponent of whooping my child. I never yeah, had to. Never
0: really had to. I have never yeah. had to. You know, my it, son. Yeah, I don't whooped still, his ass.
1: I'm still at the point where I can raise my voice enough to where my daughter it Gets it
0: exactly. I'm you, with know, you
1: But the thing is, I feel like. If you can just scare them enough, because the thing is, we live through it. We know what's about to come. We can kind of we can start telling them, look, you yeah. gonna have little nappy little nab-head boys coming up to you saying this. Yeah. Yes, you gonna have little girls trying to pressure you into
0: doing yes. this. Yes, yes. You gonna have Eight.
1: other people saying you not cool if you don't do this. Yes, because we got it all. Yes. All that same, yes. that's, that's what she's about to
0: hit. Yes, we had a conversation today because I was telling her, uh, watch the friends that you hang around, yeah. and she was talking about one of the little girls at the school has a bad reputation of sleeping with everybody. Now, mind you, my girl is 13 years old. my nigga. 13 years old. Yeah. So one of the girls in her class has a rumor that, every, that she's sleeping with everybody. Now, guess who happens to be her friend? Yeah, my know. daughter. And like I told Trinity, I said, listen here, man, you got to understand <laughs> that. Now everybody is saying that's what you do. Yeah. I don't do that, daddy. I said, well, first of all, I don't know. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? They don't know either, but that's what they believe because that's who you hanging around. Yep. So I said, so if you don't want that tag or that title, do you need to distance yourself from people who have bad reputations. I
1: told my kid the same thing, man. I had, this, had a situation where my daughter was hanging around some girls that I thought was putting some thoughts in her head. And Mm -hmm. she kind of, her whole mood, her whole mode changed. Mm -hmm. She became like this whole emo, depressed, Mm -hmm. you know, recluse. So, I mean, when I finally got a chance to really talk to her, she kind of explained to me that she had some friends that were going through some things, maybe at home. I was like, well, distance yourself from them. You ain't got to hang around those people. Yeah, You know, I understand that they think that they're your friends. Right. But understand that sometimes the best thing a person can use is some distance. Right. So I feel it's like true. just, you know, you're you're being sucked down because of what they're going through. You don't go through that. <clears throat> you have parents. You have, you know, your mother and I get along great. You right. know what I'm saying? You're not dealing with whatever. You you know, you pretty much get whatever you want. Right. So you have absolutely no reason or no obligation to hang around that.
0: But it's it's hard, bro. I, I get it because they think that that's their friend. Like you said, yeah. that's my friend. And I like and it. then daddy and I, daddy don't have to go to school with this every day. I do. And and I get it, bro. I, we've had this conversation before, and I'm like, look here, Trent. I tell you every day that I talk to you. Yeah. I'm not telling you what I want to tell you to spoil your fun. Right. I'm not trying to preach to you make you think that I think I know everything. But what I am telling you is half of the things that everything that I tell you I have physically been through, yep. so I know how it's going to turn out. You <laughs> might not believe it, yep. but I'm not just telling you shit because I'm making it up. I've been through what I'm telling you about. Yep, I've done it before. Do, I and feel I just, like
1: <clears throat> you know what's funny. I feel like honestly, there's not much we can even do, bro. At this it's, point, I feel like I feel really like we have nice done bro. all the parenting we're going to do.
0: No, we I'm not done. Well, not,
1: no, but I mean is what I mean by this point is they're actually going to be going out to the world at this point in their life. Yeah. <clears throat> and the thing is, when they're out there in the world, at this point in their life, all you can do is trust that they're going to make the right decisions, Right. Because you've done a lot of parenting up to right. now.
0: Right. You right. know,
1: up around to like 10, 11, 12, you kept them in the house for the most part. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or You knew where right. they were 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. At 13, you know, they're starting to get into activities, you know, they're starting to go out, you know, want to go with parties and mm-hmm. friends and things like that. You're absolutely right. So it's it's one of those points where you feel like you just got to trust the job you've done it, been as a dad up to this point.
0: Yeah.
1: You've been a good dad it's up hard, to this though, point. Bro. Bro. Always hard. But you've been in her life. You've been <laughs> yeah. in her life this entire time. You've been a good dad up to this point. You just got to trust the kind of dad that you've been up to this point. And she's going to make the right decision.
0: Yeah.
1: But you got to keep being there to scare her with the mistakes that you done make. Right. And that's what I... Just keep being there
0: like, look. Oh, nigga, I'll be hitting them with the Hey, they going to be trying to offer you drinks like, (laughs) look. This is how you know, you know, check this drink, see if it got alcohol in it, you know. The crazy thing about that is, is my daughter knows that both her mother and her father smoke weed. Yes. Um, I don't hide that from my and, kid And either. and and that's what I was look, I don't I'm to a point to where I don't hide it from her. Yeah. I don't expose exposure to um, it. I don't expose, expose her exposure to it. She knows about it. Yes. I'm not smoking this, you know, here, hold the blunt right quick. I mean,
1: your kid is intelligent. They but know what it is.
0: They know what it is. But I I I think the good thing about that is, is once again, like I told her, I'm able to tell you about things that I've been through. Yeah. So I can tell you about marijuana if we chose so choose to have that conversation Negatively you understand what i'm saying
1: things like that people feel like all these prejudged notions about it look it's 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 on its way to being legal
0: it's on its way to being legal but gonna be regulated but like when i told it her gets
1: there, it's gonna be regulated but understand i did tell that? her
0: this though just because you know that your mother and father
1: you don't have free reign yet
0: they no. no. and like i told her if i found out I don't think it's a bad thing. No. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't but know. if I find out that you smoking weed before I think you are at the age where I think that is a, should a, be a happening yes. where it should be happening, I'm gonna have a problem with it. Yep. And I'm gonna make sure that you know that I'm pissed off about you smoking weed.
1: My mom didn't hide it from me either. Yeah. My mom and my my mom didn't hide it from me or my brother. The thing is we understood the negative stigmas about it. We understood at a very early age of that it's not one of those things that is as bad as the government or the people say or make it out to be. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I was able to be comfortable around it at a young age. The thing is, I feel like my daughter, she knows. Yeah, she we knows. We haven't had the conversation, right, but right, she knows. Right. You know, she stays out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She she doesn't disrespect. And like you said, you, you don't know, try if, to put it in my face either. Yeah, I don't either. If yeah. she ever wants to come to me and have an honest conversation about it, I'm open to it. Does her mother smuggle? I doubt it. Okay. But you know what I mean? I wouldn't put it past her either. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things like more people do it than don't
0: do right 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 right. you
1: know what i'm saying you'd be surprised at who does yeah so it's one of those things where i don't feel like people should be really even judged by it anymore I, yeah. I don't i feel like it's one of those if we keep if we keep pushing it down as a negative or trying to say it's one of those things that it's um it's still bad or i mean it's illegal or whatever man people don't understand how much this helps people with depression
0: true Oh, my man. God. That's I, Once again, man, look, I can tell
1: you about that because I've been through that. When man. When you're going through some things, you don't want to turn into a no bottle.
0: No, you really don't, bro. You don't. You don't, really don't. It changed, you don't that's want a to different have move.
1: damage. You don't want to have, you know, destroy it's, it's, your kidneys. Yeah. You don't want any of that stuff to happen, so you don't want to turn into a bottle.
0: I'm going to tell you something. The craziest thing about that, camp is every time I go to the doctor. Yeah. You know, they, they ask you questions. And, you and I feel like, like you you're stupid to go to your doctor and lie. Yep, yep. If you're hurting to go to the doctor and you go to the doctor and lie, you dumb as shit. So I go to the doctor and they be like, hey, so what do you do this, that, and I'm like, no, I don't I do anything. Weed. I smoke weed, though. Yep. They were like, you <laughs> smoke marijuana? Yeah, I smoke weed. Yep. None of them have ever said, oh, my God, you got to quit. None of them. You know I, I went to the emergency room, and he told me I would rather you smoke weed than cigarettes. Yeah. My doctor said the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. The doctor also told me he said, "I want you to stay away from the Kush though." He want me to smoke that L that L capitan, ooh, that backyard ooh. that <laughs> that babbage. I'm like, bro, I can't smoke that shit. He was like that shit is more grown natural than like Kush. Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That, that shit made my stomach hurt, boy And I smoke corn. It's been years, man. Boy. It's some people still smoking. One time. Yeah,
1: it makes you mad, didn't it? I messed my whole Sunday up one time. I don't want no goddamn cause For me?
0: Yeah, Jack. Oh, this ain't mine. But I've never had a doctor basically say, hey, (laughs) you have to stop smoking weed. (laughs) Well,
1: look, if anybody should have probably stopped smoking weed, it's me. Because, you know, people that I've not only had, I've not had one heart attack, I've had two.
0: So it's bad for your heart. To smoke weed? No, it's not. That's why I continue to do it.
1: Oh, okay. 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 The thing is, like I said, I've made improvements in other areas. You know, I take, you know, I do medication, you know, things like that. I live a healthy lifestyle now, man. You know, it's one of those things that I'm really proud of because when I was at my heaviest, man, it used to hurt to move around
0: for real you know what
1: i'm saying i had knee joints and back issues yeah you know what i'm saying and the thing is is i was just laying lumbering all that around and sitting (laughs) on it you know what i'm saying so i started (laughs) to hurt so once i started to take some of this weight off man it was a it was a relief because bro i'll be honest with you it was parts of my back i couldn't touch because i was so big
0: how much weight have you lost?
1: i've lost close
0: to 100 now bro i remember we went to the uh you had a uh fuck was that play date night or something, yeah, how the fuck I ended up there, I don't know, but anyway, yeah. I came there that night, and that that's when I think you was like really losing weight,
1: yeah,
0: and I noticed it. So I was like, why the fuck this nigga got these big ass pants on? Yeah. And cause you know how when you lose weight and your waist gets yeah. smaller, but you you had your shirt tucked in. Yep. That's what I said. Why the nigga got his shirt tucked in? Yeah. Cause you had the your pants, uh, and they got, you know, they get bagged. I'm oh like, yeah. I was trying oh, to show nigga. all of it off, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> but I was like, okay, this nigga losing weight like a motherfucker for real. Man. Cause I you you hear people all day talking about Hey what up, man, it's your boy Duper, man. And right now. You checking out my podcast, IJS. I'm just saying, though. You know what I'm talking
1: about? We're going to put them together and try to make a show. I have this idea for a show that's like a black office.
0: Bro, I think that, I think. Okay, it's called Tuesday Morning Meeting?
1: Tuesday Morning Meeting. Because you think about it, if you have to come in on a Tuesday, everybody, most companies have a meeting on Tuesday mornings where they kind of talk about the, you know, it's kind of a state of the union where they say what's going on in the office, things like that. I think
0: that's a dope fucking podcast, and I should produce it, and you should host it. I just think that that's a dope-ass, like, Tuesday Morning Meeting. But yeah,
1: (laughs) we're thinking about doing, I'm going to be definitely uh, doing some of that soon, but... Man, I'm just trying to keep busy. I appreciate you. You know, let me hop on with you, man. We oh, yeah. We can do this again. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. If want to Def- come through, holler at me. Let me Definitely going to be behind the mic again.
0: Yeah, man. I'm going to get you to do that Tuesday morning podcast. <laughs> Tuesday morning meeting. I think that's a dope-ass concept.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you. They
0: love it. So, hey, man, once again, man, I appreciate y'all for rocking with the uh, uh, IJS podcast. I am your host, Duper. Like I said, follow me on Instagram at duper. Um and this podcast should be uh, uploaded everywhere. So um, if not, just contact me. I'll send you the link because, no, matter of fact, don't contact me. I'm going to send you the link any fucking way because I want you to check it out, man. Thank you all for rocking with IGS and i uh, see you all next time. <laughs> Hey, I want to thank y'all for checking out the show, and I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, get online, get on your social media, and tell somebody about it. Hell, you can tell me about it because, frankly, I like to hear stuff like that anyway. <laughs> but y'all make sure that y'all keep it locked with your boy, because I got another episode coming up in just a minute. And my minute may be a week, but it's coming up.